Welcome to Let's Talk Wellness, where we will be sharing insights into the world of mental health and wellness as we explore traditional medicine and holistic healing options. It's time to have new conversations about mental health. Join Mara James, the founder and CEO of the Hugs for Life Healing Center, as she guides us along this journey. And now, let's talk wellness. Welcome to Let's Talk Wellness. I'm your host, Mara James, and I want to say thank you for joining us for today's conversation. During Let's Talk Wellness, we focus on healing, understanding, growth, and spirituality. This is part of the Hugs for Life Healing Center, a subsidiary of the nonprofit Extraordinary Lives Foundation. We are devoted to supporting mental health awareness and providing resources for children and their families. As the founder of these organizations, I have the great joy of collaborating with a team of amazing people to help bringing healing to children and their families around the world. You can find out all of our information at elfempowers.org, and you can find this link, the website in the link information. Now, let's talk wellness with today's guest, Kelly Lamb, and in honor of March being Women's History Month, I'm so excited that Kelly is joining us today. Kelly is the founder of The Whole Purpose, which is a corporate wellness company that brings all type of mental and physical wellness and nutrition to corporations nationwide. Welcome, Kelly. Hi, Mara. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for joining us. I'm so excited for us, for you to uh, share all of your knowledge and wisdom with our <sighs> listeners. Um, Very excited. And there's so much to share. <laughs> I know I'm sitting here like I have so many questions. Like, so let's just start at the beginning. How did you get involved in this? Okay. I was um, right out of college. I hopped right into a career in commercial real estate and I was doing sales uh, for an architectural design company. And I slowly but surely worked my way up and became the director of marketing and new business for the company. And in my head, I was dead set that I had to have a title. And once I got that director title and made a certain amount of money, then I would find happiness. And I got all that. And then the happiness didn't come along. And I thought, well, why is this? Everything in my head has told me that a director title and a certain amount of money would make me happy. And I really started to go within. I went and did some yoga teacher trainings. I did a 200 hour and then I did a 300 hour. I went back to school, finished a degree. I just started doing all these things just to help grow myself personally. And I started to find that a title and money wasn't going to make me happy. So I wrote a business plan and I thought my ultimate customer would be me, the person in a nine to five, which we all know it's never nine to five. So, you know, <laughs> eight to God knows whenever. Seven days a week. Exactly. Seven days a week, traveling job, constantly working. How can I make someone like myself in that position happy and comfortable in the workplace and want to work harder or smarter, I should say, or go into the office more or whatever it be. And I ultimately birthed the idea of the whole purpose, which is a corporate wellness company. And we go in and we work with corporations nationwide to help teach people, like you said, mental and physical well-being, nutrition, the whole shebang. Because all I could think of is, man, if I had yoga at the office at my lunch break or maybe nutrition demos or food demos, things like that, I'd be more engaged and even probably talk more with my colleagues and teammates around me and feel more as though the company in which I work for cared about me as a person and an individual, not just an employee number. 
So were you nervous when you were doing the transition? Oh, scared out of my mind. <laughs> Fear. <terrible>. Fear, <laughs> false evidence appearing real. You're crazy. You can't do this. And I'm sure there are some people, maybe family members that were like, what are you thinking? You can't do oh. this. All of them. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> Who was the, there must have been, maybe not, but there must have been one person that was like your cheerleader, like you can do this. Was there that one person? Absolutely. I had a few. Um, my husband, I would say for sure, he was wonderful at ultimately saying, find what makes you happy. Let's get that and then go from there. I have some really dear friends that uh, really, actually one of them, it's my son's godmother. She came in and said, hey, I am going to give you a loan. You need to pay me off in three years and this time you get company started. So that was absolutely amazing. And she gave me three years and I had it paid off within nine months. And oh, we just goodness. were hit the ground running. My when you said that, my whole body had chills. It that was really is, neat. Yeah, it's very I it mean, was very special. Yeah, she believed in you that much that she was willing to loan you the money. Yeah, it's really neat. And then here we are 10 years later, which is just crazy. That it, it's yeah, that right flew. Um, and where did you get the name from, if I could ask? You know, that's a great question. I was at the gal that I'm talking about now, uh, her and I were sitting and talking and kind of going over names and the whole purpose just made a, sec a sense to me. I kept saying, like, I see a circle in my head. I see a circle. It's like eternity, things that just like a whole well-being balance. And that's where the whole purpose came in. My joke is I love to have fun. We go out. I definitely, I mean, I'm Irish and American Indian. I like to throw back some cocktails, that kind of thing. And so it's like, how do you find that balance? How are you able to eat healthy, but then still go have fun and work hard, but still enjoy, you know, downtime or, or your you time, whatever it be. And so it was like, well, what's the whole purpose of this? What's the whole purpose of yourself of life? And that's really how it started. Wow. Um, yes. Everything in moderation. I, yeah. I, you know what? I love to have a drink. I can't drink too much because, but, um, so wait, I, I heard you slip and you said you're part American Indian. I am. Yeah. Cherokee. Oh my goodness. That is probably one of the reasons I've been so attracted to you as a <laughs> friend. Um, we, we could talk about that offline, but I just love, like, I feel like American Indians had it right. Like everything they're grateful for. Yes. They'll kill an animal, but they'll like bless it and be grateful for it. And they use every part of it for like yes. whether it's nourishing their bodies or keeping them warm. So yes. Wow. Oh, that's, that's beautiful. so beautiful. Um, Wow. Awesome. Beautiful. So now tell us, um, and all I keep thinking in my head is like, I want to talk to you and I will talk offline about how we can, <laughs> you know, partner with you have the word, you know, whole, and I use whole like holistically, but yes. the whole body and the holistically and how we could, um, just help people, um, you know, heal, grow, expand emotionally, you know, and you talk a lot about food and, you know, I always hear that the gut is one of our brains. It so is share with us about that, please. It really is. I mean, if you're able to keep your gut healthy, then your mind's healthy and it works better. It's something like almost 90% of your serotonin is actually built in your gut and not your brain. So wow. a lot of times when people suffer from depression and anxiety and whatnot, if they're able to take a look a little deeper into their foods and how they're nourishing their body and their gut, they can help clean it up. Um, I definitely, uh, I struggle from both um, anxiety and depression. And if I fall off my diet, you go on vacation, you fall off, you eat out of whack, whatever it be, I can mentally feel it. It's, it's unbelievable, the change. So yeah, so feeding your gut, and it doesn't have to be, I think, you know, there's so much mass marketing where it's like, take your probiotics and take your prebiotics and eat your, drink your fiber, do this, do that. 
you know, you can do all of that through food. There are so many great foods that are high in probiotics, prebiotics. I mean, sauerkraut, kombucha, all these different things, bone broth. I make bone broth every week at the house. Uh, so many things that are so good for your gut that you just go ahead and start incorporating. It seems so hard at first, but then once you get started, it's like, you just can't stop. Like, it's just so it, it's easy. Wow. And, and that's I, what my goal is. I, sorry, I, I sorry. Know <laughs> about bone broth and I was, I'm going to add, well, first of all, I, I even hear that there's a vegan bone broth, but do you use the chicken or the beef and does it matter? Are they both equally as good for you? They're both equally as good for you. I think it's just, it, it's a preference. They have different flavors uh, in order. The key thing that everyone needs to know is if you're making, there's two different things. You can either make a bone broth or you can make like a stock, right? Yeah. The difference that makes a stock, a let me say this again. <laughs> the difference of what makes bone broth bone broth is that you need to incorporate two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar, because that's what draws the minerals out of the bone. So you get that bone broth goodness and health and you cook it for a little longer than you would a stock. Uh, but you can do the same thing with vegetables. Um, my Monday morning routine is I, I go, I work out, I hit the grocery store, I get everything I want for the week in between kind of like run some emails and do some different things. But then I start cutting up my vegetables and I just do that in between meetings, you know, zooms, whatever it be. And like, for instance, right now in my sink, I have some carrots. I ripped off the tops. I put them everything that I rip off, like the tops, the end of the, like that little butt of the celery, the skins of the onion, I throw it all in a bag. And then I throw that in when I start making my bone broth. Wow. Yeah. And so and you can do the same thing with vegetable broth if you'd like. Right. And does it matter if the vegetables are big, um, are organic or not? Yes. I definitely recommend organic because you don't know. I mean, ultimately if it's not organic, you don't know the pesticides they're using. And then you're making a broth with extra pesticides. I mean, everything sadly pretty much has some type of a pesticide, but you know, the least, the better <laughs> we have enough environmental things going on around us. Right. And what's interesting, are you familiar with the word empath? Yes. Right. Because to me, for me, everyone I speak to that has like emotional challenges, like, you're, you know, talking as such an empath and it's like, you're not even feeling your own emotions, you're feeling others. And then when you feel it, it goes like right to your stomach. Like when you know people like feel sick to their stomach. Yes. It, happens yeah. to me all the time. No, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And that's where, that's where I love what we do because we're able to go into a corporation facility. Obviously things have changed since COVID. A lot of things are online, which is great. Um, and they can be recorded and people can watch at a later time. But when we're in person and we're having a conversation with teams, I can get that feeling from them and understand what, you know, some people are just very Western. Other people are very Eastern. And there's just a way of bringing that, those two things together and teaching that, yes, you can still use Western medicine. I mean, it's here for a reason. It saves lives, but how can we incorporate just a little bit of Eastern and different things to help uh, nourish organically? That is amazing. And what have you found? Have you like, is there really equal balance what people are looking to do? Some people like just want to pop a pill and that's it. Some people looking to be more organic or, you know, what have you found? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I, I definitely think there's an age demographic situation that happens um, where, you know, some people are probably a little bit more set in their ways. Uh, there's it's, it's interesting. It's kind of all over the board where some people are like, nope, I pop a pill and this is what I do. And that's fine do, do, do you <laughs> like, do what you got to do, but those that are interested and want to incorporate, but maybe are scared. A lot of times people are like, I can't afford it. 
And so then we come in and start teaching things like, okay, let's, let's teach you how you can afford it. There's uh, EWG has the clean 15 dirty dozen, everything that's on the clean 15. If it's not organic, it's fine. You can buy it. Anything that's on the dirty dozen, make sure you always buy it organic. And that's a EWG. Sorry. EWG is hold on. Now you're really making me think I want to make sure I have, um, have, have the acronym correct. Right. Right. Oh, this is environmental, great. environmental working group. Okay. Okay. They have a great app. Um, and most of our teachings, whatever type of like uh, virtual packets we put together, we have the dirty dozen clean 15 in it to t- okay. teach people. It comes out every year and it has to do with the testing of the pesticides from the year before on our fruits and vegetables. Right. Well, it's interesting the way you say the age difference, because um, I used to manage my husband's OBGYN office and like seeing like where pregnant women, women were like 15 years ago versus now. Oh yeah. Just with themselves. And, you know, and then there's also women that don't care about themselves when they're not pregnant. But once they get pregnant, like I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And it's like, we need to take care of ourselves before, during, after pregnancy with no pregnancy, but there's definitely that trend coming. Um, yeah, which is really profound. So I'm assuming, I, I don't like the word assuming, but I'm assuming that the um, the younger generations are becoming a little more mindful and organic. Yes, I'm noticing that as well. Uh, and then also too, like in my age demographic, you know, women who have younger kids, I have a seven-year-old. So I've been able to start him. I mean, the kid was drinking kombucha, I think at like two years old. And like, he I mean, liked it? And he loves it. He gets it all. We always have it in the fridge for him. He loves it. And, you know, it's just, we started so young with that, that I'm hoping that that, you know, pulls through the rest of his life and he can teach my grandchildren, you know, the same thing. And obviously it's balance. I mean, he's got friends, he's in first grade. They all, you know, people drive through McDonald's, get chicken nuggets, whatever. So I'm not going to say no, you know, there's a little, there's a balance, like we said, but, you know, I think if you just have those main staples of what you need to incorporate into your uh, diet for all ages, it's so important. So let's talk. So, you know, talking about your son. So what would you say for other parents? Like your probably son probably isn't a picky eater. There are some kids that are pickier eaters and the only thing they want are carbs. And that was my middle one with Asperger's and ADHD and God, I'm embarrassed to admit that I thought Reese's peanut butter cup were good for him because at least he was getting protein, you know? Yeah, you're like, yeah, you're just peanut butter. <laughs> I'm like, right, peanut butter. But like any recommendations for um, parents with younger children or teens, um, the non-picky eater and then the picky eater? Yes, you know, you can get sneaky. Um, I always remember my mom. It's so funny because one of the meals, it's like cold and rainy here. So one of the meals I was prepping for this week is a meatloaf. Like I love old school. And, um, my mom used to always tell me that she would sneak in like celery and carrots into the meatloaf. And that was way we would like get our vegetables and we wouldn't know. So I do things like that. Often I make a lot of smoothies. I'm not, our family really isn't a big breakfast eating family. So I'll make smoothies and I'll add flavored protein, which is nice because if you're doing a chocolate one, they kind of feel like they have a little milkshake. Uh, there's a way, uh, that's kind of fun. There's cacao nibs and cacao is chocolate in the raw form and there's no sugar and proper cacao, but if you get the nibs and throw them in a vanilla protein shake, it breaks up and it makes the kids think like it's little Oreos because it looks like an Oreo shake. And then it has that chocolatey flavor. So it's super fun. There's things like that. And also too, I always say to my son, I always say, okay, Levi, buddy, you got to try it. At least take a bite. You don't have to like it, but let's try it and see. And I'll tell his friends the same thing when I'm cooking for for the friends. (laughs) 
That is so beautiful. Um, so I'm going to ask you this. Hopefully you're okay with it. So your husband owns a very healthy yet delicious restaurant. And before I, when I first moved out to California and I found out, um, and if I'm not supposed to talk about this, we can cut this out. Sorry. But to me, Wahoo's is like this magical answer. And when my friend that lived in Laguna Beach is like, when we moved out, like, come with the kids. And I'm seeing my kids eating like this healthy, but fun food. Yeah. Brilliant. No, it's great. Wing has done a fabulous job. Uh, him and his brothers really have created an amazing restaurant that is healthy and kids will eat it. Like, and that's the thing, like the ch chicken bowl, kids will eat it. And it doesn't matter. You know, some people are like, oh, you can't eat white rice. You have to have brown. They all digest the same, whether it's white or brown, doesn't really matter. And the kids love the white rice there. So yes. I mean, we get it for Levi all the time, chicken, white rice, and black beans. And he's a happy camper. Oh. And you know what, if it's going to take the white rice, get the black beans down, you know, right. And most yeah. kids that I know do not like the brown rice. And you know, even like when I'm getting sushi for my kids and, you know, healthy yes. veggie one, they want the right rice. Like, again, we discussed that give and take. Exactly. Exactly. That is so magical. I always feel like a Starbucks, um, Dunkin' Donuts, they should always have a drink that's friendly for kids that has protein in it. All you need is put throwing protein in it'd be amazing. And you know, yeah. it's like when, when I'll do individual consulting with people and they're on diets and they'll say, okay, so I went to Starbucks and I got the oatmeal and then I got my coffee and I didn't get anything in my coffee, you know, per like my request, blah, blah, blah. So then I'll send them like the, you can go and get the nutrition details and the ingredients on all their products. So then I'll send that for the oatmeal and they'll be like, oh, okay. I'm not having the oatmeal there anymore. <laughs> so it's like, it's very interesting, but you can like talk about meal prepping. You can do a whole pot of oatmeal, make it on a Sunday, pop it in some little containers and have it ready for all week long. You can eat it cold. It's actually really good cold or throw it, you know, heat it up and take it out the door. So there's so many different ways of doing that. And then again, cost saving, right? You're not going and spending the $5 plus on a coffee plus whatever, you know, the food is there. And isn't it funny? One would think, oh my God, it's oatmeal. I'm eating healthy as opposed to the shorter it takes to cook, I'm less healthy. I know yeah. Trader Joe's has one. I think it's an Irish oatmeal and it's, I love the granular one. And the longer you cook it, you can keep it in the fridge for the week. Oh yeah. I love it. I do that all the time. But it's amazing why, like, I, sorry, Starbucks, but like, why wouldn't they have a healthier is it I hear you for them? Like, you know, like, and I feel like, and this is, I don't know if this is true or not, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but someone once said like the government funds like McDonald's burgers. So they're cheaper for the, for the public. And, and I don't know if that's true or not, but I'm sitting here like, why don't they fund like California rolls? Because yeah. my big eater, like would eat a California roll. I'm like, that is healthier, you know, with like a, a little mm -hmm. avocado than a burger. So I don't know if you've ever heard about that. I actually I haven't heard about that, but it's very interesting. Yeah, I think know. I always say, you know, like it was kind of like my era, like the eighties and the nineties were the fast food eras, right? That was when it was about get your food fast and, you know, get on with your day. And so I think that's where like all these concepts came and people stuck with it and they were raised with it. Like, okay, great. We can go run through Del Taco or whatever it be, grab lunch and then head off. And really it's about, I always say, pick up your food, take a look at it and think how close is this to mother nature? So like if you're holding that oatmeal container, you know, that you purchased at Starbucks or wherever, sorry, Starbucks, I'm not trying to just blast you. No, totally, totally. You, know, you hold that container and then you say, okay, how far is this away from nature? Take a look at the ingredients. If you can't pronounce something, okay. 
step away from nature. Okay, now see, just keep going. And I even heard like, even with an orange, pulling and taking an orange from a tree and eating it, the most vitamin C, the most nutrients. And then every time it gets processed or frozen or yes. you know, it loses more and more nutrients. And I think, I think it's so about like, and that big word, my, you know, the mindful word I'm going to throw out, but like being mindful about not the types of food we're eating. And also when we eat it, I was at a meeting last week and there was a gentleman at our table eating, shoveling the food in, looking at his phone. And, yeah, and I said, yeah. I go, you know, I, I just said it nicely, but I'm like, what, you know, are you eating mindfully? Are you paying attention to what you're eating? You know, there's that living to eat and eating to live. And he's like, yes. oh, I'm doing work. And I'm like, why don't you take five minutes from work? You know, because like, if we're in that cycle of like working and not being in eating and taking care of ourselves, you know, absolutely. It's all, Absolutely. Um, yeah. Well, and that, and that's time to like, find about that self-care to understand that it's okay. This email or whatever it is, it's going to be here five minutes later. So if I just need to take five minutes of my time to take a deep breath, to slowly eat my food, mm. not only is it going to make your mind health better, but it's going to make your gut health better too. Cause when you eat fast and pour it down, digestion, isn't really a fun situation. <laughs> so self, did you say self-help? Was that the word term? You self-care. Just Self-care, sorry. We are going to take a brief break and we will be right back and discuss self-care because I want to learn from me and I'm sure all of our friends want to learn. So everybody hold on, we'll be right back. In these shifting and changing times, more and more lives are being impacted by mental health. The Extraordinary Lives Foundation, also known as ELF, is transforming the way people view and navigate mental health challenges. Their mission is to improve children's mental health and wellness and support families by providing educational tools, resources, and awareness events. ELF encourages families to recognize symptoms, overcome the stigma, and reach out for help. Through prevention, early intervention, and holistic treatment, we believe many of the big problems facing today's youth can be transformed within a generation. Extraordinary Lives Foundation is excited to offer the Hugs for Life Healing Center, growing a worldwide network of approved holistic healers and bridging the gap between traditional and complementary healing options. Visit the Extraordinary Lives Foundation website at www.elfempowers.org to find out more about their resources and events. Together, we can change the conversation around mental health. We hope that you're enjoying today's Let's Talk Wellness podcast. And if you have a topic that you would like us to explore, we would love to hear from you. Simply email us at info at elfempowers.org. That's info at elfempowers.org. And now back to the show. Welcome back to Let's Talk Wellness. I am your host, Mary James, and today we have Kelly Lamb. Welcome back, Kelly. Hi, thank you again for having me. Oh, it's such a pleasure. Um, so we ended up with talking about self-care. So, mm -hmm. so much to talk about there. Where, where so do much. we begin? Where do we begin? You know, I think that uh, we're hearing a lot more about self-care nowadays. You, I think COVID, there's definitely lots of silver linings since COVID and people finding that it's important to take care of themselves. It's not always about taking care of everyone around you. I like to use the example of when you're on a plane 
and they tell you that when the, you know, if something were to happen and the air, the oxygen thing drops to make sure to put yours on first before you help your child or the person next to you. So it's kind of that concept. How are you going to be a healthy individual, have great mind health if you don't stop and just take care of yourself? There are some days that you're tired and you just feel, you feel like hell. And so, you know what? A nap is okay. It's not going to, it's not going to ruin you. It's not going to make you a bad person, things like that, just to make you feel better. And so whether it's eating good, because that makes you feel better and you're feeding your gut and your brain well, or maybe just taking the time out to say, okay, it's noon. I'm going to close my computer and I'm going to go take a 20 minute walk during my lunch break just to get fresh air and vitamin D. And that just makes you feel better. Or, I mean, there's so many things you can do, right? And it doesn't have to be like, oh, I get a massage once a month or I get a facial or get my nails done. It doesn't have to be anything like that. It can be simple things that you can do around your house or outside. Yeah, I love that. Just going for a conversation. There's so many great um, statistics about conversations and like what an eight minute conversation does for your brain and your soul. Wow. And it doesn't matter who you're talking to? No, call a friend, whoever it be. I mean, you know, maybe talk to yourself, whatever. We all do it. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. And when right. I respond to myself, that's, yeah. yeah that's what I get nervous, but yes. <laughs> right, right. But it's funny, like even going, let's say to a local Starbucks, we'll set up, you know, in the coffee shop and just talking to somebody there. Um, I feel like it's always a pick me up. Yes, know, I love that. Day. In the grocery store, I, I have a wonderful story. I was visiting a girlfriend in Austin and her and I, it was the morning and we went for a walk and we're getting a cup of coffee and we're just chit-chatting. There's a big line in front of us. And I, I don't even remember what we're talking about, to be honest, but we're chit-chatting it up. And all of a sudden this like big, bald, like hardly dude with like his leather jacket on and he's by, he's in front of us and he turns around and he goes, I want to buy these girls each, whatever drink they're having. And we both go, oh, no, 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 it's okay. He goes, no, I don't think I've ever heard people talk so kindly to one another. I just want to buy you guys a cup of coffee because I just think it's so cool how nice you guys are speaking to one another. Oh my! I mean, I still, that was, that was like six years ago and it still just stays in my mind, but it's that thought of first off, he did a kind act. So that could be his self-care, right? Cause that makes his heart feel good. But then it just made me feel so good and made me realize a great conversation with a girlfriend really brings me happiness and speaking kindly to others also helps me speak kindly to myself inner inner self-talk right you know what let's go there for a minute inner okay. self-talk I love that I have so many clients that tell me things and I'm like let's switch it I want you to I'm you and you're me and tell me what you would tell me and they're so compassionate and kind to me but to themselves this oh my gosh they're so rude I what is with this self-talk oh it's so bad we all do it though and so and it's just crazy it you just you have to stop it I mean I today this morning at the gym I was literally giving myself some negative self-talk and it's funny I can fall so deep into it that I don't even realize I'm doing it And then when I stop or I get in my car, I'm like, what did I say to myself? That's horrible. So uh, a lot of things that we do with the whole purpose is we'll do like different challenges and we do either wellness Wednesday newsletters or monthly newsletters for corporations. And we always have a section for mind health and uh, with a new client we're launching with uh, 
this month. It's funny. We have, uh, there's one not funny, but it's just, it's interesting that we're talking about this. We have this thing on inner self-talk and anytime we're asking the challenge of if, when you hear yourself have negative self-talk, catch it, stop. And in, in your head, obviously say something positive about yourself. So if it's like, oh, I'm at the gym this morning. Oh, I look terrible. Look at all these people around me. They're so fit. I'm not stop and think of something positive to say about yourself. And it really does work. Oh, and even if it's like, yay me, I made it to the gym. I could have slept in or like done, you know, you do your hair in the morning. You're like, oh, my hair is so frizzy. Why is it so frizzy? Nope. Stop. But I got great cheekbones or whatever it be. (laughs) And it's funny, I always feel like like our inner voice also is like that three to seven-year-old hurt little child, or like maybe like one of your parents or siblings or teachers said something and it oh, just yeah. reverberates and reverberates and reverberates. And it's like, stop. Yep. I yeah. And that, yeah, that is a really uh, big part of self-care. So tell us, so you would just start to talk about what is, you have Wednesday emails that go out. We do, you know, that's some of, some of the, um, courses that we teach or contracts that we have with different companies will incorporate uh, wellness Wednesday, uh, e-blasts. And it's just really fun to be honest. We dive into great little conversations. We keep them very short. So it's easy read. No one feels overwhelmed, simple recipes, little fitness facts and fitness challenges for that week or that month, whatever it be. Uh, Obviously we do the same thing on our social sites. So if anyone wants to follow us at the whole purpose on um, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, we, we throw all of those things in there as well. So just little daily, you know, tidbits and recipes and things just to kind of keep in the back of your mind. Beautiful. And at the end, when we're just talking, we'll get your, the contact information. People want to follow it because it's so important, you know, like to me, it's as important as that for me, cup of coffee in the morning. <laughs> Absolutely. I totally hear you on that. Right, right, right. I love that. Um, so you mentioned to me when we were speaking before about healthy fats and fueling the brain, and then we have some diets that are low fat. And what are your thoughts on that? So first off, in order to, it talking about the like food and mental well-being together, like how nutrition and mental well-being really go hand in hand, the body needs three tablespoons of a healthy fat a day. So a healthy fat Mm -hmm. is like a grass fed organic butter, olive oil, uh, coconut oil, things along those lines. So think of anything that maybe you're going to cook with, or, you know, when you're making a salad dressing, utilizing a really good, um, extra virgin olive oil, things like that. And three tablespoons a day is what naturally feeds your brain, the fat it needs to keep your brain working. So, I mean, back in the day, this is years and years ago, there was this Weight Watchers diet and it was called fat and fiber. And you would have 25 grams of fat a day and 25 grams of fiber. And everyone was eating non-fat. I don't know. I feel like there were these chips. I vaguely remember in high school, they were like called wow or something like that. And they were fat-free chips and like fat-free cookies and all these things. Well, if you think about it on like a, just on a, I don't want to say scientific level, but somewhere around there, if you take something and you pull the fat out, what are you going to do to bind it? Like, it's just going to fall apart. Right. So they add sugar as a binder. So you may not be getting the fat, but you're getting sugar. So it's worse for you. So when you're buying foods and say you're getting, I'll I'll use cottage cheese, for instance, buy the full, the full fat, it's not going to hurt you. You're not going to gain weight from it. Just make sure it's a grass fed. So you know that those cows that it's coming from only eat grass and they're healthy. 
So again, like, like we said, how far is this away from mother nature? So it's just things like that, but feeding your gut well and incorporating healthy fats then feeds your mind and helps mind health. Wow. And what about avocados and nuts? Yes, 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 yes. Thank you so much. Avocados and nuts. Just the one thing is you really don't want to buy uh, dry roasted nuts because they're heated in such a large capacity that they're completely overheated. And ultimately you're just eating salt and empty calories. So it kills the nutrients with that. It kills all the nutrients. So normally we do, you know, we recommend raw. There's a lot of things out there. Raw sometimes hard because you're supposed to soak them or pop them in the oven and bake them at like, I don't know, I think it's like 200 degrees or something just to like break off any of the oils that could be bad for your gut. There's a lot behind it. I won't dive into that today, but yes, nuts raw are going to be the best and just take a look at that process, right? What process did these nuts go through when you think about what's in those, what's in that bag? Yeah. And it's interesting because as you're talking about this and I'm going to overgeneralize, but it's a lot of women at home that are taking care of the family that are responsible for the food, food, food prep. And if they're working and they have kids and there's so much going on, it's just, you know, I don't know if there's any um, advice for them, like, you know, to make healthy yet easy. Uh, choices for their family. I mean, call me old school, but I am such a fan of the crock pot. I love that thing. I know everybody loves the Instapot. Go on with your bad self. I am old school and I use my crock pot probably like four times a week. I mean, I love it. Like right now I, I literally... I try to meal prep. Like I said, Monday's kind of my day. So I just leave the mornings open so that I can figure out what my meal prep is to make my life easier so that I can still get work and everything done with my son. But like I threw in some organic ground turkey with an onion and I pop it in on low. I let it go for a few hours. I will either go to a meeting, do what I have to do, come back. And then I start to mix it up and add things to it. So I'm doing that today with some chili and it's just easy. It just gets going, throw that in in the morning, go do what you have to do, come back. And I think that makes a world of difference. And I know meal prep sounds so tedious and such a pain in the keister, but once you get in a role of meal prepping, it's so easy. I mean, you don't even take an hour out of your day and it has, honestly, everything is like ready to rock for the week. Wow. You make it sound so easy. Um, it is. I use it like as my meditation time. Like I, I always joke that I love the grocery store and people have commented that they've seen me in the grocery store, but then they haven't said hi to me because I just look like so into it and serious, but I do. It's like a meditation for me. I just walk through, I cruise, I look at products. I read the labels. It's just, I love it. You're in the zone. I'm in the zone. Yeah. And I come home and do the same thing in my own kitchen and just start to kind of figure it out. That is so amazing. So since March is Women's History Month, um, we talked about self-care, obviously for oneself, for their family. Um, what about like, what would you say for women like to be kind to themselves? Because sometimes there, there's a lot going on that they're responsible for. Yes, well, definitely a lot. And women naturally are multitaskers and can do it way better than men. Sorry, gentlemen, but it's true. <laughs> but I think our brains, you know, they're the gatherers and we yeah. like, I think our brains are created differently. There are some absolutely. great things I think about men that we don't have, but no, yeah, <laughs> no, absolutely. just joking. Love you guys. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I'm going to go back to what we already talked about, but inner self-talk, talk kindly to yourself, take care, do self-care. Think about it. Like as a woman, what makes you happy? Is it having a night out? 
once a month, once a week? I don't know. With your girlfriends? Is it going for a walk with your girlfriends? Is it just like being able to sit in your house and watch a really bad rom-com or like chick flick, you know, and just like, let your mind escape, whatever it be that makes you feel better, do it. Don't hesitate. There's no reason to hesitate. I mean, you want, like, like I always say, like, I love ice cream. I wish I didn't, but I love yeah. it. And yeah. so, you know what, if I want to scoop of ice cream and it's going to make me happy that day, cause I had a hard day or whatever it be. Oh, I'm going to town on a scoop of ice cream. It's going to happen. So just because yeah, you say a scoop, okay. Everything in moderation, right? Yeah, exactly. Everything in moderation. <laughs> yeah. And what you said before about the oxygen mask that we as parents, moms have to put it on first before we can help anyone else, including our kids is so, so important. Um, and I love that. Just make, you know, that, you know, there's that saying, happy wife, happy life. Yeah. It's happy mom. It's all this stuff. I remember, you know, um, listen, I was, I had three kids with my kids were younger um, and I was working hard, but thankfully I was able to have a, a babysitter when my husband was working hard and I can go out and play tennis. That was my mental health and well-being. It was fun. We were being silly on the court, yeah. we could socialize. It's so important. And I'm, I'll be the first to say I'm about quality, not quantity, um, you know, and then not, not feeling guilty for working because knowing that when I'm with my kids, I was more present and happier. Oh, you know? absolutely. It's that's, um, that's how I feel. Yeah. And be, and, and like, for instance, I play pickleball. So it's that same thing. I love it's whatever, maybe it's an hour I get and it's right before I pick my son up from school or whatever it be. Mm. And we play pickleball and we laugh our heads off and you feel great. You got some energy, like you know, energy out, got some exercise and some vitamin D it's like, it's fabulous. But that camaraderie and friendship is also so important. You're feeling, you know, filling your heart and soul. I really feel. Absolutely. Absolutely. I yeah. feel the same way about exercise, just period in general. So whether it's going to the gym or going for a jog, whatever it be, just any of that, that's such great self-care. Yeah, definitely. And I'm so sad that you have an event this weekend, so you can't attend our pickup all fundraiser, but um, you'll be there in spirit, of course. Awesome. So what is the best way for people to get in touch with you or the whole purpose? If anyone has any questions, they can always reach out to me directly at info at the whole purpose. It's email address that comes straight to me and then follow us on all the social handles. And if all our social handles are at the whole purpose. That's an easy. Um, we'll make easy sure that, that information is put, um, the links are in the show information. Great. And um, any last words you want to share with our friends? You know, just happy March, happy 2023. I wish you all lots of love and light and be kind to yourself. Enjoy the year. It's it's going to be a beautiful year. And Mara, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And you're doing lots of wonderful things in the world. So I'm very proud of you. Thank you to you, Kelly, and to all of our friends out there. Don't forget that you are amazing. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Let's Talk Wellness. This podcast has been brought to you by the Hugs for Life Healing Center, a division of the Extraordinary Lives Foundation, a 501c3 nonprofit organization. If you would like to listen to more conversations like this, we invite you to subscribe to our mailing list at www.elfempowers.org to be notified when our weekly episodes are published. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to bringing you our next conversation on Let's Talk Wellness.